0: This is going to be a hot fucking mess of a podcast. Why? Yes it is. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you didn't get spoiled by the last couple of these where I was high on the hog. I was I was all confident
1: and coherent. I've been doing
0: I've been coherent. I've been doing stand-up comedy where people actually laughed. I got to experience what Now, and again, it's 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 I don't want to say it was a black room like 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 you're in New York or something like that. But I kind of got the fun of a small comic audience who, uh, you know, a a lot of the members were black. And just, you know, if anybody's like, why are you even talking about that? What difference does it make? It's like, as far as a comedy audience goes, it's a fun difference. Like, people who have, you know, experienced a certain level of bullshit in this world do react to certain funny things in in a certain way sometimes and it is a way that absolutely tickles my fancy like saying something that is terrifying and gross in a way that you know someone who has like kind of had to like bend the rules a little to hold their own and fight their way through some real shitty stuff in life will laugh at you know you've said something funny and I that happened to me, and I don't think you can get as high off heroin. I don't think you can <laughs> if, if, when you're like a like a fledgling shitty fake stand up comic like I am, and you see, uh, like a like a larger a larger gentleman of of, of color sitting at the bar in a s- nicer suit than I was wearing, with his arms folded like this most of the night, and I had him go.
1: <laughs> Yay! I'm like
0: yes. <laughs> Like, that is the greatest feeling as some stupid comedy. idiot I will ever feel in my whole life. And so, thereby, you know, the, the couple of subsequent podcasts, since then, I haven't had really a chance to, like, talk about it, as it is, like, how can you give credit to such a momentous thing? And it was, like, totally random. It's like, you, like the, the, the comedy show I normally do, shouts out to the Monday Night Comedy Show, it's like, there aren't really regulars. There's other comics that are, like, that are there really sometimes glamorous. and whatever. But the people that show up, it's just, like, anybody's fucking guest. Like, they're friends of ours sometimes. Usually when I'm there, there's going to be, like, pound for pound a few more people because I have, like, a teeny little bit of, a, like, an old-school reach. And they're like, yeah, that asshole from that band, he's kind of funny. Let's go. Uh, you know, we're yeah, we're not that busy on a Monday, whatever. And, uh, yeah, you know, like, Adam, Adam D. was there. And uh, Tracy from Promodol with his oh. date was there. There was like some people, and he wore like a <gasps> like a grody suit and a turtleneck and shit. I and I'm know like, those people. Yes, you're doing it. <laughs> you're doing it too. But there was just like a bunch of other people. There was like a couple of comics that don't do it all that often, and people kind of like bring their friends. And just the universe was like, "Hey, John, do you want the kind of room where the comic right before you just unironically used the R word, and it just like no one." Oh, it's retarded. It's fine, but like, just that's a normal place where you wouldn't do that. But like, here, the, the magical thing was like when I started realizing the set and setting that I was in. I was like, "There's people were kind of like talking a lot and stuff," and Andy wasn't going around shushing him. I'm like, oh, "No, because you don't shush a unicorn. Like, you don't go around. You don't. You don't tug on Superman's cape. You just let this shit happen." And I couldn't have been more overjoyed too, because people were like sitting there like talking during my set for the first couple minutes. And then, (laughs) after a little while, because people were just talking right through everything and whatever, and then, like, about three minutes into my ten minutes set, I had people just, like... Like, looking at me, like, when, when Ray from Ghostbusters first saw cyber Got damn it like
1: <laughs> It's just like, what
0: the fuck is this guy talking about? I was in there in, like, a blue suit with, like, a black V-neck T-shirt, like a scumbag club owner, just screaming about how I, like, visit strip clubs based on the one-star reviews. And, like, you know, all of the shit. And it was like, people were laughing at it. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, and it's just, I don't know. If you've never done comedy, it's just, you get into these situations where sometimes you... You either feel like you have to be a little careful, which sometimes is not true, but or you really, really do, which is embarrassing and crappy when you're like, oh, I shouldn't, you know, I don't know. They're like someone might complain, you're like, why though? Just say anything. What are you gonna like get your fucking open mic fucking card revoked? Open mics are like they let people off the streets into those. Like those are like, you know, yeah. The Monday night is like a kind of a booked, you know, ahead of time thing. But generally speaking, if you're like a low level nobody comic like me, I don't even say comic, I'm like a hobbyist. Like, com- comedy is my karaoke. Like, it's just like, oh, this will be fun while I'm drunk you know, like the most people that show up to like the actual open mics, it's like, Oh, there's some people with like aspirations of comedy. Some people that are like friends with the people involved. And then there's just people on the street that are like, there's a microphone attached to speakers. The demon monkeys that live in my hair will have their message told. And like that. And then you just get that. And it's just like, Oh, were you afraid of getting someone's nose out of joint? When like, you know, the guy before you was like, Buddha has a ghost penis that lives in my cereal. And you're like, Oh yeah, Oh, okay, so what I would like tell a joke about someone and like you made fun of fat people. Like, yeah, they're not even going to remember. You did. It's just going to be a wash with all the other terrifying nonsense that everyone else was screaming about, and it won't really matter. And the thing was, is you know, having what was perhaps like you know a harsher than normal audience uh, gave me the confidence to be weirder than normal, and then I got like <laughs> a lot more laughs than normal, and it was like. Uh, oh, I just can't describe it to you. And, you know, again, it's 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 a little bit like I don't know, like it, and I know this isn't the large just majority of people that I'm talking to. But, you know, there's probably a reasonable amount of musicians of some stripe that might listen to this. And it's like it is a little bit like it was a little bit like playing a bar show out of town and assuming that you're going to play to the sound guy. And not only did this 200 capacity thing end up somehow with like 180 people in there. And you're like, oh, they must have gotten off a party bus and they're probably waiting for the cover band. And then them seeing you and not knowing who you are and going, fuck yes. And you sell like 80 t-shirts. It felt like that, but in a shorter time frame. I actually know that
1: feeling from being in a band. Uh, That, that was always a good feeling you just expect to like go to no one so like we have never been to this city
0: by the way meredith drum for a punk band i don't know that that ever has come up literally no. on this podcast once. why
1: would we talk about me well this podcast is named after you well
0: okay you. but le- <laughs> fine let's shoehorn my ego into this i did like kind of help record you guys yeah, and you like go. whatever so like atomic annie had a little bit of like my nonsense.
1: I was the first drummer. Then they Baked. got a better drummer named Ben. <laughs> and then they went away.
0: That's a good like story. Like most
1: fans too. But then know, there was a band a called
0: Malicious story? Mischief that you started drumming for that had a different drummer before.
1: I had Yeah, a couple So of you were
0: though. like the inner in between two different things as the name changed. Yeah. Or something like that.
1: Yes. Well, the, the, the complete lineup changed.
0: But the only I will one say... that
1: stuck around was me and Derek.
0: Yeah... And I helped find Taylor Batari. Yes, you did. Which is really funny. And for a while, it was our friend Bernard, who, I, I have to say, I don't know if I ever... I, uh, since this is going to be a drunken wreck that's not about anything, I don't even know what the thumbnail is going to be. It's probably just a picture of us, because there's no point. Although I did have Mid Journey make a uh, marble statue of William Shatner with, like, rave lights behind him, and it's, like, the most beautiful thing.
1: Well, that would make sense. I'll
0: this. just put that on there. Yeah, uh, who yeah. cares? So, like... <laughs> He's wearing like this Roman Emperor like j- jacket and it's like he's got these like red like lights behind him. I'm like, wow, that did things that I didn't even I, I was just drunk and asking it to do stuff. Anyway, um, I will say this though, when I was kind of trying to help and I think it was by the oh wait, no wait, I want to talk about Bernard's dream first. So my no, friend Bernard, okay. uh, he texted me like a little while ago and said that he had a dream that, he got booked, I think it was, or he had, like, he, out of nowhere, and he, he 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 got booked as, like, a guitar player. And he was like, I don't play the guitar, though, like, at all. And, like, a, but a bunch of people wanted him to see the play of the guitar, and then he said, I was in it, and he said that, like, I was his manager, who was kept telling him that it, he's like, I don't play the guitar, and, I, and like, and apparently, my dream, in his dream, I was a dressed in a white suit like Colonel Parker, like Elvis's manager, the whole time with like a cowboy hat and everything, and I kept telling him that it doesn't matter, and then like, I, I was like, no, just go out on stage because they already paid us like nine hundred thousand so, dollars, just she, like that's go out just there,
1: happening in an alternate dimension. <laughs> yeah, Bernard like, saw a here. different
0: universe. And, no, and like And he was true like, true I walked true. out with like a guitar. This is what Bernard said, and I just like people were cheering, and he was just like, I guess like I was just like pushing at the strings and like I don't even know what I'm doing, but it, it was all these guitar pedals rigged up, so it was just making all this weird nine-inch nails noise, and everyone was cheering, and I was apparently I was over there just like yeah 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 yeah, it doesn't matter. Go, and he's just like, I don't play the guitar. And he it was like it had the energy of when Chris Farley was on that Japanese game show. So like, for the love of God, I don't speak Japanese. <laughs> and and like <laughs> I just wanted to say that because for a minute we his dream actually made sense because we tried to make him like the singer of Atomic Annie for a while and he was just like, I guess I can do that. Like, I don't
1: (laughs) And he got up there and never not a peek. Nothing came out. He just walked around and held the microphone and And maybe that was the right
0: thing to do, but it's just we were in the wrong universe. Like Colonel Parker John just hadn't figured out that, oh, in universe 23A, we give him a guitar, and he'll go, I don't know how to do this either. And I'm like, yeah, but this time, this is going to work. And it did, and we became, like, millionaires. It was great. But I remember, like, in Eddie too, like, he had, like, a weird, like, a Herbie the Lovebug motorcycle helmet and was just stabbing himself in the head with a pair of scissors. I mean, it was performance art. It was, like, Skinny Puppy without all that, the, the music. No, and that specifically is burned into my brain. Like, he had, like, a white, one of those, like, old... Movie motorcycle helmets, yeah, with the like the weird little short brim thing, you know. Then he had a pair of scissors and he was just like whacking it into the helmet and stuff. I think he had like a teddy bear. Well, because I I think he didn't really like want to do it because it didn't make any sense and he was. I
1: (laughs) know, but like, oh, that wouldn't make so much sense now.
0: Yeah, it was just like I think alcohol and and LSD had had a lot to do. Yeah, and
1: like redo Atomic Annie songs and. Definitely. No, that's the weird.
0: There's so many things where it's like there was like some half good ideas, you know. Because I've been talking, and he'll be on the podcast. I was talking to my friend Peter about like you know when I was doing Just Say Yes, and he was like sending me old. I don't even remember the mixes being this good, but he like Facebook messaged me some like old Just Say Yes songs I forgot about. And he's like these are good, and I was listening to him like
1: fuck yeah. It's like. Just yeah, wow, the, John, you've been talented for quite a long time.
0: But not even on purpose. Like, that was where I was intentionally just trying to be a fuck-ass. And, like, I
1: know.
0: if you remove the vocals and sort of the weird, like, theater that was around it, I'm like, <laughs> the music is, like, really fun. Like, shit. Maybe I should do more of that again, but just for the hell of it. I mean, like, I have long lost any illusion like, Christopher Walken in *Pulp*, no, No one had any illusion about getting off that island alive. Like, I'm not going to get famous making... But it's like, if I'm going to make crap music with one of my friends, maybe, like, maybe sort of a distorted garbage, like the musical part of Just Say Us with yelling over it with my friend Peter. Eh, or at least an EP worth of that. That You know, that's something that we can talk about it on the podcast. We're adults with jobs and money. We can, like, make, like, a, v- a video where I don't have to do as much of the work. And people are like, oh, I want to buy that. And we make 50 cents. It'll be great.
1: that would be cool.
0: It's fine. It's something to pass the time. Like, I like my job, but I'm realizing more and more as I get better at it and it flies by really quickly that I need things like comedy and maybe to make a record. And We always have the podcast. But it, it, it went from being excessively challenging to, like, Fun, but, like, okay, it's sort of an afterthought, and it's, like, it's great to have one's job be fun and easy and somewhat stimulating, but, like, I don't know. Uh, when one spent the greater part of one's life trying to make music work, when you stop doing it entirely, it leaves an itchy, itchy little uh, stump where your foot once was, and you still think your foot itches even you though you lost always, it in the war.
1: You should always, you know
0: so you know I needed i I I need, I need a new <laughs> I need a new phantom foot stump yeah, to make music with um because of, here's a segue. Yeah. being an adult <laughs> is annoying and terrible. And you know again, like this podcast, a lot of the time I find some news article or connect the dots with something to just trick people into watching it for five seconds at the beginning, because they're like, are we really going to learn what the deal with Elon Musk is? And of course you're not, except for the fact that he's always trying to fuck me, and we'll we'll get to that. But, um... <laughs> no, this is going to be a very important uh, litany of complaints about my adult life, and one of them is that... Here's the thing. So I, I, I am a homeowner. It has happened. I am living what I would call the for, formerly like of, to be avoided, in like if you watch an '80s movie or whatever. But now like the the unattainable 25 year old, you know, Gen Z fucking. So it's like, and we were talking about this earlier, where it's funny like people are like you're gonna, like everything they're like you don't want this like some '80s movie telling you to follow your dreams. Now it's like I get a whole cubicle with three walls where no one can see me all the time. And I can hang up pictures. Like I I, I I I get like a house in the suburbs, and like we could like we get a, a wood panelled station wagon. Those are those are amazing, and we can go on like one vacation a year to Wally World or somewhere. And it's like my wife goes with, and it's like sometimes I have to pay bills and wear a green sweater and. And take a Friday off to hang out with the in-laws and they're annoying but there's a pool or something and it's like oh that's the boring thing to avoid that's not the unattainable dream of people like the humdrum John Candy life is now something we all just wish we had now I did grow up filled with ambition by people who had no business filling me with any <laughs> but like uh, I, I I attempted the unattainable rock and roll magic dream and just landed in the unattainable Generation Z dream in my 40s. And now all I have to do now that I'm old enough to look down the barrel of my own mortality is go, I'm doing good right now. So now all that's left is to panic about what I'm going to do when I'm too old to work. Which is an existential nightmare that even ketamine has trouble taking the edge off of.
1: See, anyway. honestly, <laughs> yeah, like my whole life I've just been prepared to work until I die so it's like... Because we're always told there's not going to be any social security left. You're just going to have to See, die.
0: You need a wife that's 13 years younger than you that has a job that makes a lot of money. I do. <laughs> now that's not a retirement plan Ladies, for everybody, I am available. but it's mine. Get at me. So. Um, look, by the time Alexis and I are there, you'll have a bubble shed. So don't <laughs> worry. like that's not it. that's not here in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> in Portugal, yeah, specifically Good. a Portuguese bubble shed. Um, but anyhow, Can't wait. so they were tearing up the entire uh, street that I live on, uh, doing gas line stuff, and uh, you know they said
1: fixing th- the gigantic craters that are in.
0: not really. They were just ripping them up more and then filling oh, them cool. with rocks, well, but like about right. yeah, sure, <laughs> yeah. America is a, oh, I want to get into our first world problems. or s- turned into third world problems so gradually we almost didn't notice, but we'll get to that. Um, yeah, so they were, like, tearing everything up. And so I got, like, a thing in the mail that I, like, read half of and threw away. Or, no, it wasn't very clear. But, anyway, <laughs> eventually I got, like, there were people who were, like, I was at work, and this house has, like, six fucking different types of surveillance cameras pointed every which way. And uh, only one of them is a ring camera. And my favorite thing is there's a different camera looking down on the ring camera, so some fuck-ass in a hoodie and mask is like, I'm gonna take this. I'll get to see them do it and be like, (laughs) I still saw you, fucker. But like... (laughs) That's pretty clever. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a redundancy that only cost me like 45 bucks, so fuck you and your fucking big plans. Um, Anyway, everyone's our house is just black now, and everyone's terrified of it, so that's fine. But the real thing is that some guy that like was working for some contracted thing for the gas company he was like ringing the doorbell, and I was like trying to like scream from my desk at work, like yell through my phone, having this delayed conversation. And he's like, "We have to, uh you know, we have to get the inside gas meter and put it outside." And I'm like, "Okay." Mm. So I have to like be there. He's like, yeah, are you around? I'm like, "Yeah, I'm at work." Oh, is anyone else here? Like, oh, my wife. He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, she's at work. Because, like, everyone in this neighborhood is either retired or one of those COVID people that figured out that, like, daycare, like, costs, like, $10 more a year than their job pays them. So just one of them gave up and stayed home with the kids. And it's like, oh, so we're the only people on the block that in the 80s would have been awful Griswold Christmas Vacation neighbor yuppies. Where it's like, oh, look at you. you both just working with no kids. Like, yeah, we do. And so, like... I don't know. I have, like, a chip on my shoulder about that. Like, what dimension do you live? Is it the 50s or is it the apocalypse? Like, I mean, we're in between right now. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, he was like, well, will you be around tomorrow? Like, when? Like, well, between this time and this time. It's like, that's when people work. He's like, well, that's when we're working. I'm like, that's how I know that. Yeah, like, that's, and I didn't mean to dump on this guy. But it was like, <laughs> okay, like, tell you what, like, I called him back. And I was like, all right, how early can you do this? And I was faking because I like I'm blessed with this glorious job where I can like come and go like Don Draper, but I'm still hourly. So I'm like, it costs me money to like not be there. Although I can like show up later and leave later or put in like a five hour day, like and just bite the bullet. Whatever. It's not like anything bad's gonna happen. But I acted like it was going to. So I was like, okay, like we we can start at seven in the morning. I'm like, okay, how long is it gonna take? Like it's only taking you know, like 90 minutes. I'm like, okay. So at, at 7, yeah, there was like 703, there they were. I'm like, "All right, do whatever you got to do. Drill the thing into the outside. Oh yeah, also, I had it we just got new siding. And I got a warranty on it and it's like, uh, but yeah, I won't lie. The roof and the siding, $46,000. But part of that is the siding is warranted for life. So, you know, I don't want it voided. Because when we eventually sell this house, the warranty actually extends to the next people, adding value beyond what, like... So I'm like... Oh, what is that? Somewhere between, what? what's the value of that? Somewhere between maybe 10 grand, maybe priceless. That's for the lawyers to decide. So are you really going to drill holes in this thing? Because I might drill a hole in you. Jeez. So uh, uh, I got a hold of the siding people. By the way, this is just going to be this boring for the whole hour. I got a hold of the <laughs> siding people and sent a picture of the one they did to the neighbor's house. And I was like, okay, they're going to do this. Is this going to void our warranty? And luckily they're kind of cool. And they were just like, ah, no, that's fine. Especially if it's a utility thing. It's no big deal. You know, like. Hope, you know, they just,
1: that would make sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm going to double check, and I'm going to make a big deal about, like, so I'm you know, talking to the people doing it. It's like, well, I called them, and, like, they said it's fine, but, like, you have to make sure you use the right sealant and everything. And like, no, 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 we got it. And I'm like, see that you do, Admiral. <laughs> and yeah, so, like, whatever. They show up at 7, and they have to, like, go inside to grab the thing. It's actually, like, over there. Now it's just, like, this weird empty closet full of spiders. And, uh, you know, like you had your own house. they moved it. Yeah. And they moved it to the outside and, but the thing was, I was like, okay, are y'all done? Cause like, or do you have to do anything else outside? Cause I got to like go. And the, and the dude's like, no, yeah. Like, like I'll be back to like in a second just to like, he didn't even say a second. He's like, I'll be back to like, make sure it's on and then like relight the pilot lights and things. I'm like, okay. And then, like, I noticed their, like, cars are, like, pulling away and stuff I'm, like, looking outside. It's, so, like, foolishly, though, the, the main guy gave me his number a, a little bit ago, earlier on. So I called him, I'm like, hey, so, like, when are you coming back to do all this shit? And it's, like, well, we'll get there. I'm, like, yeah, no, I have to go to work. Like, that was my whole thing. Like, I'm already, like, and by now it's, like, I had him start early enough where it's, like, I didn't even really need to leave yet. But I was, like, hey. Like, I'm, we're burning money here. Like, when it's like, oh, no, we'll come back right away. It's like, oh, were you just going to come back in the afternoon? Like, I'm some <laughs> fucking daycare housewife. Like, fuck you. Get over here and fix the goddamn thing and whatever. And then he does. He comes in and he's like, okay, we got it, whatever. I'm like, okay, you're all good. And he's like, yep. So we might have to, like, fill in the hole over by the thing, but that's outside. And I'm like, okay, I don't need to be here for that, right? And he's like, no, 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 no. So I go to work. And then, like, you know, my phone likes to block every. I actually found the setting and it uh, likes to block every call from every utility company because they're not like someone I've saved in my phone. Oh, so I have that's all these like fun. silenced calls and I'm like, what the hell? And so I'm like, they're like, oh, your gas is off. I'm like, okay. And this is the fun part of the story. So the amazing thing is, is I call back and it's like, Why are you calling? And I'm like, you called me. The Mm -hmm. robot, you know, asked me, and he goes like, Oh, okay. We're checking your phone number. Oh, hello, John. At you know this address. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, Oh, cool. It knows what it knows who I am. So it obviously knows like what was going on. It's like, Well, what do you need? What do you need? You're you know, do you need to pay a bill? I'm like, I you called me, and it's like, Okay, we'll connect you with a representative. I'm like, Well, all right, but it knows who I am. And I get somebody, and they're like, hello, uh, who are you, and what's going on? I'm like, oh, my Ugh. God. Yeah, so my gas is off. It's like, oh, did you not pay for it? I'm like, okay, you tore the whole fucking street. Like, is this not in a computer somewhere? No. Like, literally, like, you wouldn't let, like, the cops block the road off because, like, morons on like probably stolen dirt bikes are like, oh, I want to go real fast down this residential. Bar. Oh, there's a cop and there's a hole in it. and it's like, oh, I'm so sorry. So like, yeah, that, like that level of shit for a whole week. And like, you know, there's like open utility lines and things. And they're like, why are you calling? It's like, okay, number one, you called me. Number <laughs> two, like, I think it's about my gas being turned off. Why is that? They're like, oh, were they doing something? It's like, yeah, they replaced all of the utility lines under the street and, like, put everyone's shit from the basement into the outside, which is great. It's updated, safer in a fire, all that shit, fine. But, like, and then they said they turned my gas on, and then you called me and said it wasn't on. They're like, oh, well, we'll send a guy out. You know, are you going to be around? Like, okay, I was already... And I kind of, like, lied. Like, already two hours late to work. You want me to leave early now? They already said... Is there any way to just verify that this is, like, a paperwork error? Because at that point, I didn't know. I'm like, do you just think it's off because someone was like, oh, it's off because we're doing all this shit, and they just forgot to check the box that says, like, oh, we turned it on because it was, like, Friday. You know, it was, like, the last house they were dealing with. Which they also sort of snidely were like, oh, the reason it's... You can't park on the street. You're, like, the last house. I'm like, okay, so when this is done, this is done then, right, though? Like, we're just over this? No, so, like, I ended up having to call him back, like, more than once. Then I was like, okay, well, like, typically I leave work at 4. I know I can leave whenever I want, like Don Draper, but, like, you know, I try to have a semblance of a normal life, plus they pay me to be there, so I try to be there during the week and doing things. And people, you know, they like me there, and it's fun, so that's a job. Like, right, so, like... I'll leave at four. I don't live very far away. Latest I'll get home is like 420-ish, maybe if traffic's shitty. And the lady was like, oh, we can move the guy's window back from like 430 to eight. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, that would be great. Then I get a bunch of missed calls from the guy being like, it would be really helpful if my window, I mean, it's at four and I'm like, okay, I can leave work early, but, like, if I leave work early and you get there at 445 when I'm be home, like, this is going to be a problem that's going to haunt you for the rest of your life. And my, my coworker, Rebecca, was, like, at this point laughing because it's, like, most of my vindictiveness is cartoonish and funny, but, like, a little of the old school was starting to come out where I was, like, I know this isn't your fault, but I also will kill you about this. Like, <laughs> just w- what? And so she's, like, you were really giving it to that guy. I'm, like, dude, the thing is... is Here and at home with my wife, nothing like this ever happens anymore. And to be (laughs) honest, I miss it a little bit. And this seems like a good opportunity to take a little bit of that pent up, you know, existential dread. Set
1: yourself for no reason. Yeah,
0: and then take it out on someone that doesn't deserve it because that's how the system works. And uh, so, like. Long story short, I like, again, but also, it was like, Rebecca and Spencer from work were like, it's Friday. Take a short day. You are here all the time. Like, yeah, I know. And and, and then I made a new logo for some weird, skeezy thing my boss wanted to do, and he liked it a lot. And I'm like, I accomplished something today. So it's like, That's it, it was fantastic. All, all fine and great.
1: What about the gas guy?
0: So... Yeah, he does get here at like four forty-five, but it's like I started working on that song I showed you because me and my friend Peter were talking about making electro sleaze music again. Like it was it, while I was waiting for the gas guy, I made that thing that you were like, "That's music to listen to after you rip a fat line." And uh, I hadn't yes, at the time. I was just really angry about having to like leave and scream <laughs> into my phone all day. Um, but yeah, so I but I was half expecting him to just show up and be like, "Well, it's already on," because just the level of incompetence I experienced. But no, apparently it wasn't. It did all need to get turned back on. And it's the thing is, it's like, yeah, it's summer now. But we need hot water for things. Like You know what I mean? It's like the water heater is part of the gas. So it's like, fuck. Like, I can't just blow this off and go like, well, I guess I don't pay the gas bill for six months. And then I'll call them. It's like, right. I need to, like, wash myself and things with, like, not freezing cold water. Fine, fine, fine. Like, you know, and I don't want to start doing that thing like, what is that show that's like like hoarders but it's like cheapskates or something where it's like
1: yeah we
0: take our family to the buffet and just have grandma put everything in her pockets I guess and like
1: call it cheapskates like you we cook it.
0: lasagna in the dishwasher and like all oh, the yeah. shit so we don't have to like pay for electricity or whatever oh, the guy that
1: or like boil his lasagna in the bathtub <laughs> or something yeah
0: <I laughs> no there was a lady that was no she cooked lasagna in the dishwasher because it's like okay, she didn't is... want to use the oven either oh. gas or or okay.
1: oh. Or, or electricity blurry. or
0: something. Yes, look at Hi. the royal, the Hi. royal drug scroll. There we go. There we are. But yeah, she just covered That's the lasagna beer. in foil, and 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 put the dishwasher on as hot as it goes, and it would like sort of bake it as long as it was like pre cooked. It was yeah. And the irony being that if she had like made the lasagna out of her own ingredients. She would have saved enough money to like run the stove for twenty fucking minutes to bake it or whatever. Like, well, would... that's
1: always the point.
0: Yeah, it's just a waste. It's just, it's just a uh, what is that? Not a psychosis, not a sociopathy. It's just like a... I don't know, like like a a, we- a tick, like a but but a bigger word for that.
1: Yeah, no, I know. I but I'm not thinking a, of a it. A
0: brain spasm of some sort. But yeah, it, it, it's um. It's just a thing you do when you're a crazy person. And compulsion? A compulsion! Yeah. It's just a weird compulsion. That's exactly... What I, that. Yeah, thank you. That's what right. I couldn't think of. Um, you know, you're like, oh, I have to do it this way because I'm out of my mind, and but I feel like it's going to actually solve something. And, like, you know, me, screaming at the gas company, but not really because they really, like... Imagine I'm, like, a real person for God, a second. God, I just
1: want to know what happened.
0: They turned the gas back on eventually. Like, it, it, it okay. was... It was it was fine, but it was like the most annoying thing in the world. Where I'm like, if you know, like I'll go right back to where I was. Like, let's say I'm a normal person working at some job where there's like a line of customers and someone else has to come relieve me of my post or like whatever. And it's like in this neighborhood, it's like it's it's a lot of retired people, and so it's like okay, well they just get used to the idea that you can just do whatever you want or like. You know, people who are on disability, or you know, maybe again, someone who's like, "Look, we have kids; just one of us stay home." A lot of retired people, though. There are there are a lot of older folks. This is like one of the largest demographics of this specific neighborhood, and it's like, and that's even who we've like replaced here is people who, like, we're the third owners of this house. Like the the first owners being the people that built it, and then like rode the whole fucking storm out from fifty one to fifteen. <laughs> and they're like, even if they bought it at twenty one, they're in their mid eighties. So there's no way they were just like, let's get a cooler place. Like they're dead. And then some like fucking weird, fat, awful Trump people that did nothing but cover the place in cat fur, like mm-hmm. had it for a couple years and then sold it for twice what they bought it for because of the timing. Great. And then probably bitched about how they don't have any money. And anyway, we bought it from them. But it's like, yeah, this is. Like, it is that kind of place where it's like, oh, someone's probably home. But it's like, yeah, we're a couple of go-getters.
1: Is there anything else My you'd wife like and to, I? like, scream about the gas guy? Or can we get to the Canadian guy who took on the Canadian government by selling drugs?
0: Ricky? Yeah! Uh, yeah, no, okay. So, like, I guess that's enough of that.
1: I mean, if, unless you got... No, locked.
0: I just like to complain. And, like... There was me and Spencer's, like, ill-fated trip to Home Depot, which is pretty funny. But I, we can circle back to that. Um, <clears throat> but, I mean, we got all the plywood we were looking for, but at great cost. Actually, no. I want to talk about it for a second. All right. Okay. So, me and my uh, co Like, Spencer is, like, uh, he was, like, kind of a... I think he might even have been a manager. I don't know. He, he worked at, like, one of the hideaways. And he turned out to just be, like, a helpful guy to sort of have... He worked between one of those and then in the studio, kind of, like, helping the studio manager, Rebecca, uh, my other nearest by co-worker, even though, like, technically I don't actually work for the studio. So it's like, she's in charge of the whole place, but I don't work for the place, but I'm just in there usually. It's weird. But the, the thing is, is, you know, Spencer's a great ancillary guy to, like, handle all this shit, and, like, um... <laughs> I, I got to do this the right way because part of the reason that that trip was so funny is his retelling of it is so exaggerated and dramatic that it's like one of my favorite things ever. I'll just have to have him on sometime. We'll we'll, we'll talk to him, but like <laughs> we went, we're trying to build this thing for Art of World. Like I designed this like we wanted to make a thing where like the two people like at the beach in the 1920s stick their face through the the funny like hole and yeah, you take a picture. Yeah. And I came up with the idea of like, oh yeah, we don't need to set up a camera. We just set up some lights and the thing and an explanatory plaque next to it that says use your own phone.
1: Well, there's a lot of stuff like... Yeah, yeah
0: take yourself yeah. in this on our Instagram and follow us. And then, like, you'll automatically be entered to win a prize, which will be some worthless thing. We might get, like, a hundred people, you know? And then That's we just idea. go, like, oh, who has the most followers? Let's give them the prize. Like, it's not going to be random because then they're going to go, look at this prize we got from Minnesota Legit. And then, like... No one will see
1: well, it.
0: Well, everyone will see it because we're picking the person with the most.
1: Well, I know what I'm saying. But if oh, if
0: we had it. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, so we're yes. just going to be like, oh, this person's, like, in a band or something. It's already a hard <laughs> world. Who knows who's going to be there? Like, you know, um, but anyway so it's like I printed out on, on outdoor vinyl the giant thing and I cut the face holes out of the you know astronaut helmet and alien face <laughs> and whatever but we needed like a plywood thing and then some 2 by 4s to like stand the plywood thing up Yep. so we had to we had to go get the Home Depot card from the guys that are working like the weird warehouse where we build they, or they build Wally's display cabinets which is another one of the nine businesses in a trench coat that i work for uh but anyway so it's like okay me and spencer were just the best people to go and do this because like i sort of volunteered because it's nice out and spencer doesn't have a driver's license right now so i got to drive the fucking wally's catering van that has pictures of hummus and stuff all over it which is very disappointing because there's none inside <laughs> and i it's, it just makes you want a snack but uh it is a mercedes it has some get up and go to it for a big old van Although everything is wrong with it. Every last door tells you that the door is open when it's not. So I'm trying to listen to Rammstein through the Bluetooth thing, and it just keeps going, boo-doo, back door, open. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you! At least say it in German and fool me. But, like, so we go to... I'm getting to more of the funny part. We go to Home Depot. It's fine, but, like, you know, it's the one over in the quarry. We see uh, Mercy, Vector, and, and Kat walking out, and I wave to them, and I think I'm just in such a weird situation where they don't even recognize me. They're like, hey. I'm like, <laughs> okay, you've known me from SMB since 2001, and you were doing the comedy thing that I was like deeply involved in, but maybe they were in a hurry or something. I don't know. So I'm like, hey, Spencer, I know those people, and he's like, do you? I'm like, good point. I don't know. And then we go inside, and like, so we get all the wood and everything, and we go to try to check out, and where the wood thing is is near where... It's like, oh, the pro thing for contractors. And I'm like, well, but, you know, me and Spencer aren't just building a tree house for me and Spencer. It's like we have the credit card from, like, work for this. So it's like, is this where we go? And the guy there was a fucking butthole. He was just like, well, I, I don't know if I can really check you out here. And we're like, well, you know, we're already here. And we have, like, three whole pieces of wood and a box of screws. Like, can you just get us out of here? <laughs> oh and then he finally is like, well, I, I guess I can do it. And I'm like, okay, great. And then, like, we were all blocked in by these other like, people. Seriously,
1: who cares? Just fucking do it's it. It's Home Depot. Yeah. And, oh.
0: like, and no one else was a pro. There was some lady that almost hit me in the crotch with a bunch of two by fours by, like, turning her thing. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And she's like, oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm like, oh my God. Like, we're just not allowed to use this lane because we're, like, what, American? Like, I don't get what the, like, it's like no one else here understands what they're doing. And everything is just a disaster. It's just like, use the thing and ring us out. It sounds like
1: hell.
0: It was. Spencer's so bad. And Spencer, I got to, like, just to set the tone. Like, it doesn't matter. But Spencer's about a foot taller than me, has face tattoos, is a black guy, and is the most dramatic Atlanta, Georgia gay dude I've ever met in my entire life. I love
1: stories about him because I can imagine. He, like, I don't want to,
0: like, pigeonhole him as, like, that's the the only... he's, he's, He's a multifaceted, wonderful guy. But, like, for the purpose of this story, like, how fucking irritated he was. It was one of the funniest... He was like, okay, can we just get the fuck out of here? <laughs> he yelling at this dude, that is awesome. and we're like, all right. So we like couldn't even get the cart through the huge. Like everyone could have just scooted up and let us out. And he's like, I'm gonna just carry this piece of plywood to the fucking parking lot. And I'm like, well, I can get these, <laughs> and like, so we go, and it's like I kind of have three like two by fours like the three stooges, and I was like, we did the thing. Remember when? I think I told you this. I was, like, helping Scott Bybus move a fish tank once, and yes. we got the giggles terribly because we were laughing about how funny it would be if we dropped the fish tank down the stairs because we were laughing about how I funny it would there. be. I was there. You were there, okay. Yeah, okay.
1: we were moving so You get the, the giggles
0: square. about how funny it would be if gig- getting the giggles led to disaster, and then it's, like, this Mobius strip of fucking giggly hell and everything breaks. Yes. And so, like, we were having that where I'm like... He's like, they better not ask my. My receipt's in my pocket, and I'm holding a big ass flat fucking thing. It's like if they talk to me about that, i be like, don't worry. Like, if they ask, I'll just be like, oh, I think I, I'll just turn like <laughs> the, just bam, like oh shit, sorry, no, we have it though. Like, are you are you? Uh, well, let's just keep going. But anyway, like so, we ended up like on the opposite end of where we were parked. So oh we're like walking to the parking lot. And this car like honks at Spencer. I don't know why. He's not even really like in anybody's ways, but he is holding this thing where he can't see where he's walking. And I'm like, I'm laughing because he's just, like beep beep, and he's like, "Fuck, you can't even see him." And he's just cussing <laughs> this guy out. Just just drives by, but it's like, I, you're, I'm not in your motherfucking way, like, and I'm just like, whatever. Yeah, you're supposed
1: and to stop then for pedestrians, anyway. Well, like, right.
0: It's like well, you're just honking at a person carrying wood in the Home Depot parking lot. Like, what? Where am I supposed to carry this wood? Like. <laughs> This is exactly where I should be in the street carrying, like, a fucking piece of plywood, like, more so than anywhere else. But then, the funny thing is, is that set up the fact that a different car honked, but not at him. We just happened to be over there because this broken-ass car with, like, the, the side panels and the front bumper hanging off... Was like parked in I think the handicap thing because that's just even funnier. And their the their broken bumper got hooked into a shopping cart, so they were backing up. <laughs> their bumper is like half all the way, like a half ripped off band aid, dragging a shopping cart, like flinging it into the car next to it. You know what I mean? Like it's like they yes. pull out and the, the bumper has the the thing is just bump scrap. Just ripping their bumper off, screaming the car. Oh. Someone's just like, beep, 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 like, hey, blah, blah, blah. Spencer's like, hey, go fuck yourself. Like, he thinks it's about him. And I'm like, I'm like, gonna pee my pants laughing. It's like, Spencer, they're honking. No, move them, look. And he's just like, oh shit, like, the thing's just. <laughs> he's like, they're cut they're, they're cut. fucking bringing a shopping cart home with them. I'm like, yeah. He's oh like, that's what they're honking at. And then those people were, hon- they didn't know what they were doing, so they're honking did they back not at know them.
1: That- they were shit. well yeah that's the
0: funny thing it wasn't like, the back bumper it was the front bumper and it was just like they're just like okay just see? just tearing the thing in half Well, someone else like hey I beep <laughs> but it's like you need to, you all you motherfuckers need to stop beeping at my ass in this parking lot like I'm like no no this isn't for you
1: you know the, the quarry is like a little special version of. Its oh
0: own yeah! Look, we're screaming so loud. Normally, loud this,
1: environment.
0: This only does this if I have like KMFDM turn up all the way in my car. So we're Ooh, screaming.
1: You it's are. It's fun. I mean, I'm not that loud. You're helping.
0: Okay. And I'm channeling the the quarry parking lot, and you know.
1: Oh man! I mean, I know that a lot very well. Um, an ex-boyfriend of mine used to work at that Home Depot, and man, who worked there? Matt.
0: Oh uh, okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, so, yeah, I know a lot of stories from that place. It's 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 a special little spot in hell.
0: Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah, and it was so funny, too, because I was like, okay, this is funny. And then I got back, and, you know, I had to finish the game of Zelda. It was like, go give the Home Depot card back to Tony and, and, and drop the Wally's van off over at the other warehouse and whatever. And I get back, and... Spencer's just like eh, Like I wish, I wish I'd been there for his whole retelling of it because I'm like sure it was just so much more out of control. He's like everybody's so macho, and I was just like, you can't come through this lane. And it's just like, oh, we're too, we're not good enough for your lane. <laughs> I was just like, God, I wish I was recording this. He
1: seriously does need to be on this podcast.
0: No, it gassing him Will up he to do it. Oh, hundred oh, percent. to. Okay. He does not drive it. We'd have to get him, but he's like it's Sydney. We're we gonna pick him up, but. Yeah, like, I'm sure 100% he would. And, like, but that was the thing. That was, like, our first, like, mission together. Because, like, I don't go do things for work. Like, I'm a bit... But we were just like, okay, like, Art of World is sort of, like, a little bit of, like, a pet project for, like, just us at the studio. It doesn't really affect any of the other businesses under the umbrella. So It's just like, well, you know, the the couple of, of, of ideas I had, like that and a few other things, like, well, you yeah, know, I'm... I'll take the company card and go get wood for it, but I'm like, I can't... Like, Spencer could do it, but he can't drive. I can drive, but I'm like, I can't, you know, get... I'm 40 years old with a bad hip. It's like, I can't just do this by myself. (laughs) Tony's too fucking busy. And, like, whatever. So, it just turned into, like, our adventure. Plus, why
1: is the design director for Dana International going and buying wood?
0: Because it's funny. And also, (laughs) I... We could have arranged it so I didn't have to. But I was like, I kind of want to just get out of here and go do something. Because it made me feel like I was working at the garage again. Except for like yeah, uh, for for like a, a, a thriving livable wage rather than for like starvational like, like oh, you're... So you can you're, eat you're, some
1: Taco Bell. You're,
0: Yeah, yeah. We were able to just leave and go goof around for a while. And it's like, you know, it, it is good for the soul. Plus, it's not winter anymore. And the early part when it's not winter anymore, you always kind of go like... Like, oh, yeah, 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 I'll I'll go over there and get that. Like, that's totally fine. And I volunteered for a couple of things I didn't have to do just to be like, eh. Yeah, and then it's also like, no one's really like, oh, you were gone for three hours and you guys... Oh, yeah, because we were talking... We drove by somewhere where he was like, oh, they do drag brunch there. And I'm like, oh, we should just... We should just stop and do that. It's like, like, why are you guys drunk and covered in glitter? And it's like, why are you just noticing that every day that is the case? Or, you know, whatever. I don't know. How did I I not know about that? It was somewhere in Northeast.
1: Well, yeah, but usually I know people. It probably wasn't even.
0: No, I know, but I I don't think it was happening on Thursday afternoon. No,
1: probably not. But uh, just the idea mm, that it does happen. But
0: I was like, we can just stop for margaritas somewhere. I mean, like, I'll drive drunk and I won't say anything if you won't. But anyway, yeah, that was that was the story of like, yeah, normally I'm like pitching if I'm not entertaining ideas for my boss about how to make like homemade rockets that could fool Israel's fucking missile defense system or whatever, because he's from Palestine. We're like, how would we do this? if We were like, well, actually, I told him the story, too. I forgot about this earlier. Because, like, he was like, oh, I would, you know, talking to my boss, he was like, I'd probably do this and this and this. And I'm like, yeah, I think it might take a little bit more than that to, f- they, like, America sold them that thing. Like, it's, it's probably pretty elaborate, but hell, you know, why not try? That's important. But I was like, oh, fuck. One time, like, I did build a, because, like, back in the day from the anarchist cookbook when you could just find that places <laughs> in the 90s. Uh, I learned about the old school at the time. It probably wouldn't work now, but, like, the Strike Anywhere match heads, if you cut them all off and pack them into a tube with a fuse and a couple other ingredients, that's a pipe bomb, right? Oh,
1: yeah. And then, like,
0: okay. I was really into model rockets, and the, the way those worked is, is, like, you know, the, the fucking engine spits out fiery gas, whatever, like, rocket goes up. And then when it gets to the end, an ejection charge goes off out of the other side. And what you do is you pack it with fireproof wadding, put a parachute in there, the nose cone comes off, and that's what blows the parachute open. Or you get rid of the fireproof shit, get rid of the the parachute, pack the entire thing from top to bottom with Strike Anywhere match heads, super glue the nose cone and everything together so it's one solid piece, send it up in the air, and go, I'll bet this will be like a firework, and it goes, like, there's base, like, Boom! like boom! like that was like 2000 feet in the air and I Maybe felt Maybe that's
1: it. how they make those like fireworks that just are like the the boom.
0: I mean, this was <laughs> I oh I I might be remembering this wrong cuz I was like 14 but like it was more than that. It was like it was like a like a federal like I mean like it was just like Boosh! like the the explosion, like if that had misfired and landed anywhere near me, you would never have met me. Like, I'm pretty sure I'd be fucking dead. Yeah, Cause that was like, oh again, God. it was a, it was a big, it wasn't one of the little ones. Why do boys have I bought to do the that? biggest one. They always
1: have to fucking like play with fire. Yeah. Well, blow shit up.
0: Okay. <laughs> let's, let's, let's take that question and put it through the fun lens of Yes. It's a given that they have to do that. But usually, they'll just go like, we could probably make like a rocket-powered grenade or something. I if I probably could have taken down an airliner with that. No <laughs> joke. Because it went high enough. Because for some reason, Estes model rockets would like sell engines. that would be like, oh yeah, this went like 5,000 feet in the air. And it's like, well, they cruise at 30, but there's like an airport in Richfield. So I'm like, dude... Like, if that thing had, like, whacked into the bottom part of, like, a 747 and went off, it would have made a hole the size of, like, this basement in the bottom of the fucking... Like, that explosion was, like... It was way the fuck above me, and my ears rang. I'm like, dude, that was, like... And so I was telling Wally, of course, and he's just, like, smiling. Like, he just heard, like, his favorite story told by a grandchild or something. He's just, like... He's like, like, wow! I'm like, That's yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Pretty good. and I'm really surprised that like I, I haven't heard this story. I yet. think I've
0: mentioned I mean, like there's
1: a lot of stories that I'm not gonna remember because I'm old. But,
0: the specifics know. of it, I've, I don't think I've ever been so forthright and sort of like a poet. But it's just like the, the, the Bernard knows about it for sure, <laughs> and like <laughs> it, like it, yeah, like the strike anywhere matchhead thing. It's just so, like, it was so funny. It was, like, the first time I ever, and yeah, boys like to blow things up. That's what we have to do. But, like, you know, sometimes maybe we have to fight an oppressive government on the Gaza Strip. Like, whatever. Like, it's important. And, like, I just happen to be doing it in Minnesota for no reason. But, you know, I could have been born anywhere else, and, you know, you never know. But uh, just reading, going, like, okay, this says, and these things I can get a hold of, like if you if you pack these into a tight sealed thing and like use this and that for the fuse and whatever like the, the when the first one goes the pressure because there's nowhere to go will ignite all of them at once and it'll explode but they're like pressure would do it too like you could just pack since it's dangerous as shit but it's like you know you could you could not use a fuse and it's, say just like make the seal them into a PCB pipe and whip it off like the, I don't know, the parking garage in the Mall of America when it hits the ground, that's enough for it to go off. But I was like, okay, well then like I have all these model rockets and things. So that ejection charge, if that explodes into this pressurized thing with nowhere to go, it should also just blow up like, right. So it's like, yeah, I made a rocket powered pipe bomb that I just, I never did it again, but I was like, (laughs) you know, I could just aim this at something and just fucking obliterate it like imagine if like i was like oh yeah like, like dynamite i hate yeah <laughs> rocket powered dynamite like i like if i was like oh i hate these people so i'm just going to fire this through their living room window and just blow their fucking shit to smithereens like it was so like, and I mean, I could have made like a battery of them. I thought about that too, where it's like, oh, I got like 10 of them all set up. This, blah, blah, like warfare. That's like Ukrainian. Like, I was like, yeah, it would have like cost Indiana. me like $30 too. <laughs> like, I, uh, and that's the thing. Like, I think a lot of that stuff is way more restricted and whatever. I mean, this is post 9 11, post everything. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, in the 90s when I was a kid. And there was no internet exactly, well, sort of, but not the way there is now.
1: And it's like, I had to find,
0: like, a book. But it would kind of like, and it never said, do this. But I just knew how Model Rockets worked, and I knew how homemade pipe bombs worked. And I was like, hmm. And I used what they don't teach in schools anymore, uh, called critical thinking. And I, I connected the dots myself. And that's, you know... The life, similar life lessons have, have gotten to me where I am right now. I wouldn't call it, you know, that anyone's helped me, but just luck. You know, mm-hmm. the the luck of of being born incredibly intelligent and having to go, no, no, everyone's the same, just so you don't get yelled at. So, yeah, it's fun. Anyway,
1: you know what? I've, now... I'm so excited that this has been John's special time story hour. This has been a great podcast. Oh,
0: uh, it would be the Reverend John Wheeler podcast, I think is what you're referring yes, to. Yes,
1: yes, but... But this time the topic is just special time story. Alex. It's fine.
0: We don't always need those fake views from me putting. Uh, I feel
1: like you were about to say something before I bring up your asshole. So before, go ahead with your thought.
0: Well, I think it was done. Oh, okay. I like think I just wrapped that up. Good. Like I was just like, it's just weird that you know. Yeah, no, I was just referencing like, it's 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 interesting going through life going like. Oh, obviously, lots of other people have had the ideas that I've had. And then the more you grow up and you talk to... Even other they're, like, highly functional people that you run into and you tell this story to them, they're like, what the fuck? I'm like, no, you. we all did this, right? <laughs> like, I would never have thought to do that. It's like, oh, you need things spelled out for you. Oh, most people do. Oh, that's how everything works. Oh, that's why everything's so stupid. God damn it. I didn't want to find out that way. I don't know. But, like... No, that was really it. But then we were maybe going to talk about. I mean, we're all ready to the fifty-minute mark.
1: I feel like you know, next time we could talk about the the Canada. And guy. I do.
0: You know what? I feel like that was like a little bit of a stretch because, like, I mean, that man is a hero. But of course, he's in Canada. Every, why is every American hero Canadian? <laughs> from Hulk Hogan to Abraham Lincoln, all from Canada.
1: Hmm.
0: None of that's true. But it's more like more people than you'd think. You know, like Rush. You think thing. of them as the most American band that there is, and then it's like, oh, they're Canadian. Nobody thinks that they're on Trailer Park Boys.
1: That's yeah. Who's that's like the a, only reason why another Canadian? Who's, was an, a, who's
0: a John Claude Van Damme Canadian? Wasn't there someone who's like kind of an there American action are hero? A
1: lot of those,
0: like Sylvester Stallone. No,
1: uh, Arnold
0: Schwarzenegger is Canadian for sure because he's not from America. <laughs> and uh, um,
1: Ryan Reynolds is from Canada.
0: Yes. <laughs> and he is every bit an Amer- a real American hero,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or a true a true man of genius, or whatever was that? Wasn't that a Bud? Budweiser real American thing hero. Yeah, or and they, they had to would change it after you,
1: the bowling alley worker, or whatever. Yeah, about the about man who
0: invented nachos that you can eat while you bowl.
1: Yeah, um, something, something.
0: But it was Budweiser.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I'm glad that they've grown because they 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 kowtowed to the people being like. You can't say true American heroes because that's America's firefighters and like, you know, Dick Cheney or whoever after September eleventh. And like uh they're like, Okay, like they have to be real men of genius. But then now they Yeah, they're just like we have a trans TikTok person being our spokesperson and it makes fat morons angry and we're just not changing it at all. And But I the love person that.
1: wasn't even a spokesperson. They were just talking on their own platform. Well
0: right? the, no 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 no. They were paid to like oh, okay. The, okay. I
1: thought it was even more ridiculous than no it
0: was, so. but it's very ridiculous per my per my comedy bit that killed the other night uh, it, it was like every bit it was like an official deal but it's not one that any of the people who are mad ever would have found out about on their own unless someone had pointed it out to them <sighs> and as I stated they might even if it had run during sports center they would have just gone like ooh I was that little filly and then they would have woken up in a cold sweat with a boner you know the whole thing um, Such a great bit. and then that led to the whole "I'll give you something to cry about," where it's like, you know what? If you're gonna get mad, here's what I'd like. To and I, I want to break when I redo that eventually. I do want to. I want to. I tried to capture the 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 Clark Griswold energy. He's like, you know what? I want to see.
1: Yeah.
0: I want to see <laughs> my boss right here in a. Okay, but two three hundred pound big naked. on his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's what I was sort of thinking.
1: But you know what? It's time for.
0: It's time for dear asshole, mm-hmm. and yeah, I do want to just mention it was funny too. I had to, I did the fastest recap because Chris didn't know anything about it, so, so like he doesn't
1: watch the podcast.
0: No, he does. He's seen the <laughs> clips and things. I think he might start though because like after we, yeah, like because he was so. like, this is, but I was like, have you ever? Watch well, the whole thing had gotten to like this? He's like, oh, I got to say, like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, oh, good. I love when I get to re-explain it. I definitely <laughs> don't have to this time.
1: Thank God.
0: I did, though, upon, it was one of my favorite explanations, because he was like, look <laughs> like at the end, he's just like, I mean, you haven't even read anything from this, and I already hate this book. And I'm like, you're going to hate it even more because um, the best part is is my explanation to him is the condensation of every conspiracy theory thus far that we've gotten to, which has evolved since, you yes. know, it's like, I think these, these aren't two, this is just one fat guy, and I think that, like, you know, <laughs> it's all lies. And or it's an Oral
1: no, Stein-type situation. Oh,
0: right, though. I have to tell you, unless you've watched it, but well, I'll recap for the audience. This book was it came out relatively recently. Mm-hmm. Chris had a theory that... Cause I said like you know that thing I've said before was like well maybe they had like three funny ideas and then they're like dad or whoever was like yeah hey, you need to be a hundred and one you know it's like a <laughs> hundred and one jokes to say on the toilet or a hundred and one yes. dog goofs or whatever it's a it's That's a formula what gets that works set on the table and so he's like the way the last one read he's like do you think they used like Chat GPT to make this book and just were like.
1: That makes sense. Because
0: it has that, like, okay, it's it's like, has to have jokes, but it's so tone deaf and weird and unfunny. It's like, did you just tell it, complain about this and that, da-da-da-da-da, because it's like, if it went and looked at, like, like, Twitter, it'd be like, oh, what do people complain about? And it's like, oh, the worst people in the world, not, like, real savvy, thoughtful human, it's like what a like just fucking disconnected middle-aged white ladies with unfettered access to the internet. Just A person that bagged my groceries didn't do it good. And it's like, really? Like, who is this joke for? But if, it just, if it's an AI that's just looking at the internet, it would be like, oh, well, yeah. Like that, and it's like a little racist the way it always turns out with that you know thing what? unless you tune it. And like, I'm like, that's dude, this is the best theory I've heard because I was talking to him about like, when this is over, Like, when we've gotten to the last page, I'm going to take a leave of absence from work, squander a surprising amount of money that I've saved up, and I'm going to get them on this podcast, and we're going to get to the bottom of this. And, like, (laughs) and that is my life's mission now. And he was like, are you sure though? Like you might, you just like open a box within a box within a box. And then when you get to the very end, it's just a mirror and it's you all along. Like, That's you know, good. I'm like,
1: what
0: if it is? yeah. And if it's an AI or something that is, you know, it's just, oh, there is the void. It stares does back.
1: feel a little like AI. Well, let's, let's, let's see how, this let's one see one
0: how this, cause I really, <laughs> uh, upon glancing at this headline, I really wanted to bring that up just to this this adds a little weight here. Okay. Dear asshole who bagged my groceries, this elitist, out of touch, sometimes racist, fucked up thing, once again is not disappointed by going.
1: Bag your own groceries, bitch.
0: Yeah, or you should, you know, shove that banana up your ass, because, like, I, yeah, like. I was, I was like 15 or 17 or whatever, like working at Lund's because it wasn't my first job. It was being a grocery bagger. And they'd be like, don't, don't put the eggs on the bottom. I'm like, yeah, I won't. I know there's a clock record. I'm like, to oh, no, smash him and stick him up your bum. <laughs> like at the end, you know, when he's cured. <laughs> yeah. That's how I felt. And people used to, I didn't mean to touchy but that everybody did that to me constantly as a young boy all of those old women pedophiles (laughs)
1: <laughs> it, i felt exactly what you were doing I but i just
0: my hands aren't clawy and scary enough yet to really make that yeah
1: and up. just that like soft enough touch oh just, yeah. the soft claw of a rotting vulture <gasps> like that's think of when alex winter dresses up as granny yeah
0: give granny a kiss <laughs> he has like hair growing on his teeth yeah
1: oh that was the best thing ever what a great movie!
0: Anyway, that. that's who wants. That's who is. Let's pretend that <laughs> Alex Winter, Bill and Ted, Gr- Bogus Journey, Grandma wants Granius us. Granny
1: ass compl- Esquire. Granny ass
0: president, Esquire. Dear asshole, bag my groceries. Use paper. Use plastic. Use a goddamn potato sack. Not an option, you bitch. For all I care, just stop throwing my food in there like a careless asshole. It's not rocket science. You put that cold items. Oh, my. This is triggering. It's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, not, of course, you know, mine. But it would be like if someone had a narcissistic overbearing mother and they were like, you put the cold. Like, they treat you like you're five when you're, like, 30. You put the
1: cold item It's not hard. Is it so hard? If anyone has worked customer service. They know.
0: Oh, and I know. And I just, I love, though, the thing where it's like, you're just doing what you can and they're like is this is this do you not get it like yeah we're out of bags it's like well maybe you don't understand this but my groceries need to go in a bag (laughs) are you is a little baby having trouble it's like they're out the supplier from China it's like oh okay so you don't want to do your job well maybe (laughs) I can do it for you where's the bags yeah there's not any where's your manager oh I'm so sorry ma'am we're out of bags like So this was just set up to hurt me. (laughs) Mm. I'm going to say that I want these people on the podcast, but when I find them, I'm going to kill them. I think that's the plan. And you know the beauty? I can just say this. Then I'm going to take that computer and just fucking fire round after round of double-eyed buckshot into it. Like, yes, I am. And then, like in the future, there'll be some like like Futurama scholar being like, and that was the computer that would have become Skynet if the heroic John Wheeler had not gone to jail after unloading an AK forty seven. Have we the-
1: gotten even to the second sentence yet?
0: <laughs> yeah, we're on the second. No, we're on the third one.
1: Okay,
0: it's it's not rocket science. It's the second one? You put the cold items together and avoid putting heavy stuff on the top of fragile things that's super funny I'm glad we're reading this is that too much to ask yes just once i'd like to get my bread home without it being flatter than jillian michael's stomach who is who that is-
1: it's ai <laughs>
0: who look up jillian michael is that like jan michael vincent from rick and morty we need 6 Jan Michael Vincent's As quadrant 4.
1: Yeah, like Jillian, Jillian. Jillian Michael's personal trainer. Okay.
0: Oh.
1: Oh wait, I know who this is. Okay, I I, I recognize do the not. name. I recognize the name. Okay. All right, whatever. Yeah.
0: That's this is AI though. This is these are not people. <laughs> I'm going to kill whoever programmed this AI. Someone, <laughs> look. Someone's responsible. This book, okay. Uh, hang on. No, though i am i'm having one of those things a headache with pictures an idea <laughs> uh, there's a ch- okay there's a chance that someone used ai to make this book like there's a chance that the people who wrote it had three ideas and chris was right and they're like we got a you know, 101 dog poop jokes you know that's what we have to do and then like okay so they made the rest up with the ai or whatever. And then it's like, but they're maybe real people, or maybe it's like one fat guy pretending to be two a lesbian couple just to take the heat off. I don't know, or maybe it's just purely a publishing company using AI, no real ideas. And then, like, it's like, oh, we'll just have, like, two ladies' names because that's cute or whatever. Because, again, after reading the back, and I I won't re-bring it up, but it's just, like, they've been featured on many blocks. Like, it was just the most not-real-sounding, like, the ideas we came up for your resume sounded a million times more convincing than the back (laughs) of this fucking book. And, like, so... But it might go deeper than that. Maybe nobody... It's like Cube. No one published this book? Like... An AI just made the decision, like, there's not a human being. it just appeared. Yeah, like, it got, like, okay, like, an AI wrote the book, and then it said, well, books need to be published, so it's just, okay, well, we sent that email to, like, Deborah, and then she was like, well, okay, yeah, this is funny. It's like, who's it from? It's like, well, this is a high up, whatever, and it's like, okay, well, like, we'll just put it through, I guess, and it just gets thrown on a stack of shit, and it's like, what is this? It's like... Dear asshole, tear out letters. Oh, that sounds funny. And it's like maybe a human was like, okay, well we got to put the serrated edges in there, and you know, someone figured that out. But it's just like this is like an email got sent out to all the book companies and stuff. It's like oh, there's a book coming out. We have this. We have like you know better, better homes and farts and whatever, you know whatever the shit we all put out. And so like this, no one did this. No one did this. There's no one for me to like stuck in the middle with you tie up in my basement and cut their ear off and light on fire like reservoir dogs because that's what they deserve there's <laughs> no one there's no one this is this book was made by the universe working through artificial intelligence as a thing to teach me the foolhardiness of vengeance and that actually makes the most sense out of anything because I was recently thinking about how like you know, as far as spirituality goes, like hell seems sort of like a weird thing tacked on by bad people, you know? It's like, oh, you'll be punished. But then I was like, I've read something that was like, oh, it's not... Someone's theory is that hell is a thing to keep you from thirsting for vengeance. It's not specific. And it's not, this is before like modern American, you know, like the original intent was like, you don't need to spend all your time Going after these people who have slighted you and wronged you because they've slighted you and wronged you, God will punish them. You're fine. They'll go to hell, and that's. But but it was like the opposite reason. It was like, well, it's none of your business. Just let them. Let God sort it out. Like you, God likes you. You're doing fine. Yeah, they fucked with you, and they'll get theirs. Just eyes forward. Fucking like that's not though even the worst idea. Like I'm like. And it got, of course, turned into this thing where somehow the idea of Satan torturing the damned in hell suddenly became, like, bad. But, like, yeah, I kind of like it as, like... it. But, but if that is truly a spiritual and philosophical thing that's important to learn, have the ketamine gods given me this book to be like, John, I know you would really love to do the... Uh, the, the Norse blood eagle to whoever fucking did this like in your backyard as a warning to other book publishers, but there is no one. <laughs> it's just a computer. It's not even one computer that you can go office space on. It's just a concept. It's cube. It's just a the, the thing formed out of like computers and bureaucracy that isn't real. And there's just no ethereal thing, just like the gas company where if I scream at an individual person, it's not their fault. It's no one's fault. It's just this thing that happened through miscommunications and incompetence and whatever but there's no one person who's answering the phone that I even can feel sort of morally okay about unloading on so I have to do it on the podcast which is why that took an hour
1: damn I mean that was intense John thank you yeah. Let's, let's continue.
0: So anyway, and if you're going to put 92 canned items together, at least have the Why are you buying all of those canned food? Just or you know, just, there's a produce section. Make your shit fresh. 92 <laughs> canned items together, at least have the common sense to double bag it. I'm tired of your cheap paper mache bags. Yeah, cuz the ba- the guy bagging your grocery definitely makes orders the bags, the bags yeah. or makes them
1: totally there to see you
0: me. fucking bitch okay uh breaking on me in the parking lot and then it says much love p.s step up your game or you'll never get promoted that cushy cashier position okay so like the now elitism super cunty. <laughs> this book this should this book should say like dear asshole signed your friend giant cunt yeah like that's but letters from a cunt that would that's, be what that would, uh, that's thank what this you. is called that was
1: exactly what i was gonna say and then you said it.
0: That's why we're a good team. I know. I'm a and great.
1: great podcast team.
0: We really are. And and the, just you know <laughs> I don't mean to obsess over this book, but it's like it's like every time I'm like, okay, maybe this has gotten boring like a new thing comes up like a new, you know, like Chris's angle. Our angle today even. Was like an additional it's like un it's like unraveling a giant cable knit sweater that someone just kept knitting and 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 knitting, and knitting, and knitting and- The Reverend John Wheeler Podcast takes zero responsibility for the words, actions, or ideas of its host, guests, or listeners. Though the people on the screen may at times be speaking directly to you and may occasionally give you direct calls to action, neither Reverend John nor the Alchemical Cocktail Lounge are under any moral or legal obligation to answer for the potentially disastrous repercussions that may arise if you are stupid enough to actually follow the orders of a raving lunatic. Think for yourself and do whatever you want, because you're on your own. If anyone ever tries to sue this podcast, Black SUVs will converge on your location in the darkness of night and you will never be seen again. Remember to like and subscribe.